Anyway, sorry, I'll shut up now. I don't want to influence you. Just read it and tell me what you think. I hope your own book's going well. I can't wait to read it when it's ready to be seen. Thank you so much for this. I am so grateful you could spare the time. Much love, Neil. Nunsuch House, Lakevik. Dearest Neil, wow, what a treat. I've been flicking through the pages and I can't wait to dive in. I see you've included some scenes with male soldiers, male police officers and boy crime gangs. Just as you said you would, you saucy boy. I don't have to tell you how much I enjoy that sort of thing. I'm sure you remember. I'm practically on the edge of my seat. I'm very intrigued to see what you've done with the premise. It'll be a welcome relief from my own book, if I'm honest. Salim says, if the new one's not a masterpiece, he's leaving me for some woman who can write. I don't think he has any idea how these offhand remarks make me feel. Anyway, looking forward to this. I think I'd rather enjoy this world run by men you've been talking about. Surely a kinder, more caring and, dare I say it, more sexy world than the one we live in. More soon, my dear. Naomi. The Power, a historical novel by Neil Adam Arman. From the Book of Eve, verses 13 to 17. The shape of power is always the same. It is the shape of a tree. Root to tip, central trunk branching and rebranching, spreading wider in ever thinner searching fingers. The shape of power is the outline of a living thing straining outward, sending its fine tendrils a little further and a little further yet. This is the shape of rivers leading to the ocean, the trickles to rivulets, the rivulets to streams, the streams to torrents, the great power gathering and gushing, becoming mightier to hurl itself into the great marine might. It is the shape that lightning forms when it strikes from heaven to earth. The forked tear in the sky becomes a pattern on flesh or on the earth. These same distinctive patterns bloom in a block of acrylic when struck with electricity. We send electric currents down orderly runs of circuits and switches, but the shape that electricity wants to take is of a living thing, a fern, a bare branch. The strike point in the centre, the power seeking outward. This same shape grows within us, our inward trees of nerves and blood vessels. The central trunk, the pathways dividing and redividing, the signals carried from our fingers' ends to the spine to the brain. We are electrical. The power travels within us as it does in nature. My children... Nothing has happened here that has not been in accordance with a natural law. Power travels in the same manner between people. It must be so. People form villages, villages become towns. Towns bow the knee to cities and cities to states. Orders travel from the centre to the tips. Results travel from the tips to the centre. The communication is constant. Oceans cannot survive without trickles, nor steadfast tree trunks without budlets, nor the enthroned brain without nerve endings. As above, 
so below, as on the outskirts, so at the very heart. It follows that there are two ways for the nature and use of human power to change. One is that an order might issue from the palace, a command unto the people saying, It is thus. But the other, the more certain, the more inevitable, is that those thousand, thousand points of light should each send a new message. When the people change, the palace cannot hold. As it is written, she cuppeth the lightning in her hand, she commandeth it to strike. Ten years to go. Roxy. The men lock Roxy in the cupboard when they do it. What they don't know is, she's been locked in that cupboard before.